Hi friends, welcome to the Relationship 411 podcast. I'm Jennifer, a certified life coach that specializes in relationships. I'm a mom of four awesome kids, a podcaster, world traveler, Netflix watcher, yoga doer, fashion merchandiser, and an Instagrammer. I want to help you with your relationships, mainly your relationship with yourself, your family, and God. Thanks for listening and letting me share the tools I have learned that can help you in this journey we call life. Hey friends, thanks so much again for listening, and I'm so excited to be here today. So I talked last week about the friends that we go on a walk, and um, another one was talking, and she said, my husband and I had a CTJ last night, and I was like, "Uh, I have no idea what that is. And she's like, you don't? I'm like, no. And I was like, I've never heard of that in my life, and so what it was, was a come to Jesus talk. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I'm going to talk on my podcast then. But um, I just had never heard it called that. And I don't know. And I've actually been thinking about this topic, but more on the lines of how divorce should always be an option in a marriage. But I like the come to Jesus route better because, of course, The word divorce, uh, I think, triggers lots of emotions, but I think come to Jesus is a better way to say it. So um, I just think, um, as I was thinking about this, we need to do a better job of having regular check-ins with our spouses, because what happens is we go for a long period of time, and not until something gets super serious or super obvious that something's going wrong— that's when we have the conversation and we're already heated, resentful, frustrated, annoyed, so many different emotions. And it's really hard to have a clear way of talking about something when you're already in all those negative emotions. And so I was thinking, wouldn't it be great if, I don't know, I mean, obviously once a week could work, once a month, even once a year, that you kind of do a check-in to see how you're both feeling. Are you, what's going on for you? What, what do you wish your spouse was doing or not doing? Um, why are you feeling resentful? Why are you feeling irritated? And I think this could really help with the foundation of your marriage and preventing erosion creeping into your marriage. When you have these conversations, it's not like handing your spouse, your husband or your wife, a list of all the things they're doing wrong and the few things they're doing right. That's not really the point of a come-to-Jesus conversation, but it's really pointing out how you're feeling, what's going on for you, and obviously it might have something to do with what they're doing or not doing, but come from an I perspective instead of a you perspective, because that's going to settle so much better. You're not blaming or saying this is all your fault. When you do this, this is how I am feeling. So I think you're going to make a lot more traction when you have these conversations like this. As you're having these conversations and are expressing how you're feeling, what's going on for you, as the partner listening, make sure you're listening. You can take notes. I I know in the past I've talked about how I like to interrupt, and I don't like to interrupt. I just My brain goes a million miles an hour, and I just say things. So that can be offensive to some. So, you know, for me, I like to take notes and write things down. And then when that person is finished saying how they're feeling about whatever's going on in your marriage, 
say you waited a whole year to have a come to Jesus talk. And as you're talking, you write notes and make sure you can repeat back to them what they said to make sure you got it right, that you were understanding what they were trying to communicate to you. And then, you know, make sure they feel seen and heard. And that can be so powerful for your marriage because you get vulnerable. um, It can create a lot of intimacy in your marriage and really bring you closer. So um, my friend then told me what she did after this Come to Jesus talk, which I thought was brilliant. She decided, and I think um, as couples, sometimes we have so many goals and things we're working on. So to simplify, and especially if you're at a point that you're really struggling to connect in your marriage, what they did is they each picked a goal and then they picked a couple goal. So something that they both needed that they didn't feel that they were getting in their marriage. And the one that she gave was that every day, that they each say a high of their day and a low of their day, which I think is so great because it's an opportunity to come together for 10, 15 minutes every day to say like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. This is what happened. Or wow, this was really hard today. And obviously some days are going to be worse and better than others. But to have that consistency, it can really create a conversation and a way for you to talk and communicate with your spouse and learn something that you may have not known about their day. I always have done this with my kids when I picked them up from school and I would always do like three highs and two lows. And, you know, of course, recess was always in there or lunch, but to really try to get them to think. But I think this is so fabulous to do this with your spouse because you're apart most of the day, especially if they're working, unless you're um, retired they don't know a lot of what's going on in your day and the good and the bad. And it could be something personally or with the kids or anything, but I just think it's a great opportunity to have this conversation. The one that he chose was to pray together, which I thought was beautiful, but she's like, I don't want to pray with them. And I'm like, I can totally relate to that. Not wanting to pray with someone, it's really hard to pray with someone that you're mad at all the time or irritated with, or you don't think is doing what they say they're doing. But anyways, I just think that's a great one. If you're if you're a praying type, then to try to pray with your spouse. And if you don't feel like praying, say you've got to do it every day until I feel like it. Or, you know, just just try it. And um I think that could be really powerful to bring you together. And then their one that they chose to do as a couple was to go on two date nights a week, which I think is amazing. Most people aren't even going on one date night. But for them, they wanted to do two, but make them more intentional. Because I think a lot of times, especially when you've been married a long time, your date nights become going to the grocery store, going to a movie, going on a walk. They're just a lot, um, which are totally fine. At least you're spending time together, but maybe throwing in a concert or a play or going to a different park or just doing something a little out of the ordinary that took a little bit more thought in, we could really spice up your marriage and bring you closer together. And maybe those feelings that you were feeling um, annoyed or irritated or resentment can start to dissipate. And when you're working together, it definitely will create more love and 
compassion for each other. For me, I was thinking um, when something big happens, and that could be relative to anyone, but I was thinking of betrayal, um, a sexless marriage, someone that's having a faith crisis that wants to leave the religion that you raised your kids in. I mean, someone that, you know, is becoming an alcoholic or there's so many different, maybe we could say harder things. I think it's so important to have a come to Jesus talk more often. And really, I think so many times when I was thinking myself personally for years, I believed that I was married forever. I I just married the person and I was going to be with them forever. And I didn't ever think about divorce. Maybe unconsciously I might have, or but it just, I never, I just was married. And I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. You might like that. But for me, as my marriage went on and on and more and more things were happening in my marriage that I didn't approve of and I didn't want to be in my marriage, I started being more conscious and making a choice of choosing to be married. And I did that for a long time. I consciously, probably for the last four years, I chose to be married even though my spouse wasn't doing the things that I wanted him to do. I just still was, I obviously stayed married. I was, I was married for 26 years. So I, but I consciously was making that choice. And some people would be like, why would you do that? And I had my reasons and I'm okay with my reasons. But then this past April or whatever, um, I made this decision, no, I'm choosing to leave my marriage. And before that, I couldn't imagine that because I was like, oh, no, you get married forever. Divorce isn't an option. But then I realized, no, divorce is the only option in this situation. And this has to be, this is my choice, and it's okay. So I like the idea. I like the come to Jesus more. But Doing that more often, I think, can actually prevent you from ever getting divorced because you're doing more check-ins, you're doing more, you're trying to get more connected and figuring out a problem that starts out small, that it doesn't have to get big and huge. And one thing, though, you have to bring into that is honesty. You can't be lying and saying what you think your spouse wants to hear if you're not really living that way. So that could be a problem, but you'll eventually figure that out. And then you get to choose then what you want to do. So pay attention that you're using your higher brain when you're making these choices. Because I think a lot of us, and most often we just go through life kind of unconsciously. And especially in our marriages, as we've been married for longer and longer, we don't, we stop paying attention to some of these things, but do check-ins. And that's why, you know, even if you're not doing anything at all, maybe Every six months, you can do a come to Jesus talk and figure out what is going on. What do you wish was different? What what would make you feel closer to your spouse? And really try to listen and hear each other. Because I think every marriage has the possibility to work if you both are working on it. And I just think divorce is definitely always an option in a marriage. No one gets married to get divorced. However, if you take it off the table, people live in miserable marriages 
and horrible situations because they aren't willing to have that conversation and to really think and choose for themselves. And so they're becoming the victim of their marriage instead of the hero or instead of being empowered to actually get to choose. Like, no, we chose to get married. Now I'm choosing divorce or to I'm choosing to stay married. And you use your free agency to get to choose that. You're not going off of what someone else is thinking or saying. Because there's lots of other options too. You could choose to separate forever and never get divorced. Or you could choose an open marriage. Some people, when they just first get married, they get an annulment. So there's lots of other choices. But just saying that marriage is the only, like you can never get divorced, I think really keeps you stuck sometimes in a bad situation. And it doesn't let your mind open to all the possibilities. But having these conversations, I think, is key to keeping a happy, healthy marriage. So friends, if you are struggling in this part of your marriage, I would love to help you and help you see your thoughts and what's going on and empower you to have the best marriage possible. Or if you're like, I don't know if I can be married, I can help walk you through that as well. If you want more relationship tips, email me at jennifer at relationship411podcast.com so you can get on my email list. And also you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at relationship411podcast. I promise to give you the 411 about relationships so you don't have to call 911 for yours. 